Hello, Cinema Adventure listeners. This is your host, Aiden. I wanted to warn everyone that this episode covers some more explicit themes and has some strong language. This episode is not terribly appropriate for younger listeners. So with that said, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode on Hype Williams' film, Belly. Welcome back to Cinema Adventure. We're a movie podcast where every week we talk about a film, sometimes an old one, sometimes a new one. This week we have a guest. We're joined by Hannah from the podcast Say Less. Yay! Yes. Hi, Aiden. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're we're doing well. well. I'm doing great. (laughs) I'm feeling fine. Good. (laughs) It's very cool to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you just tell us a little bit about what you do, what Say Less is all about? Say Less is a local podcast in Seattle. Basically, we try to highlight different artists in the area of all different types and just try to create a community for everyone in order for them to get connected. Um, Sales has just been really fun for us. I do it with my friend Tay and um, our producer, D. White. And yeah, it's just, it's been a blast so far. We have about six episodes out. Right now we're working on our second season. I've just been like, it'll be out soon. But yeah, you can find us on um, Apple iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. It's rad. I was listening to it earlier today. I was listening to the most recent episode. I hadn't caught up yet, but... uh, (laughs) I love how enthusiastic everybody is. It's like incredibly positive. So any you had you had the two artists on who were the painters and also mm-hmm. rappers, and they brought the prints for you, and yeah. you were all like very excited. There was a tarot reading that you did on that episode, oh, I love and that. Well, everybody like, was so excited. It's just great to listen yeah, to. Yeah, no, seriously. So um, those are our friends Perry and Izzy, and like it was this crazy experience where I met Perry at the show we were at, and I loved his art, and I my friend had had it like years ago, and like she had a print of his that I'd recognized, and I was like, oh my gosh, I totally like know who you are as an artist like not just as a person and then I found Izzy or no Tay found Izzy and we found out they were dating and we like hit them up separately and we're like hey would you want to go on a podcast with this other artist and they were like you mean the one I live with like <laughs> the one I've been wow. dating for years and we're like oh yeah please come on the podcast they're like both genuinely great people also I was extremely drunk for that episode Jameson <laughs> oh my god no Couldn't we went to the bar before it was a dollar well, I guess it was sponsored by hell Jameson. yeah no dude I was yeah. drunk like, it was awesome and it was and then they did our tarot readings and I'm not I'm a very spiritual person, but I'm scared of, like, tarot readings. Because I've heard that, like, I had a friend who, like, did a tarot reading, and then everything that that woman talked about, because she paid for one, basically, like, turned to shit for her. <sighs> and the way Izzy was explaining it was that you have to have, like, a tarot reading done done by somebody that, like, knows you or mm-hmm. loves you. or just, like, not doing it for money or any kind of, like, fiscal reason. And so I had Izzy do mine. And then everything kind of worked out. I mean... Yeah, everything was pre- it was chill. Everything's still the same, so I'm not like <laughs> That's good. cursed or anything. Yeah, I almost had a tarot reading done at like Ooh. Folk Life by a stranger. No, oh boy. right? No, but here's the thing. <laughs> so one of my friends went right before me, had their tarot done, and then it was my turn. And the lady just stood up and she was like. It's time for my lunch break. Get and like out. left. What? And I was like, That's a bad it's sign. a sign. That's I should divine. never have my tarot done. Dude, that is divine intervention. And also like. There's just some things you don't need to know about. Like, so I asked her very specific questions. Like, on air, I asked her about, I think it was, like, my career and where it was going. But, like, when we were getting more drunk later, like, I um, I asked her about, like, my love life and things. And I was like, but just, you know, like, tip-top. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, very specific questions. Don't tell me about who I'm marrying or how many kids I'm having. I don't want to know. I don't care. Don't tell me. I just want to know about what's going on right now, which was nothing. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. So we had you pick a movie since we are a movie podcast. Mm-hmm. 
That's totally the reason I came on here. <laughs> yeah. I was really excited. I picked Belly by Hype Williams, 98. What yes. a wild movie. <laughs> it's really something. I had never heard of it until like you recommended it. And so right after I was looking it up and I'm like, what is all this stuff? But Have you really never heard of it? I've never I had heard not, of it. Me too. I'd never ever Which heard is weird because I feel like it's such like, I mean, Hype Williams is directing. He's like directed like every music video ever. And yes, he's amazing. Mostly everyone involved is like a huge in like the hip hop R&B community. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how have I never heard of this movie before? But yes. when did you? like first see it and what makes it such a favorite for you when was the first time I saw Belly I think I was way too young to watch Belly <laughs> I think I, I had to be it was like my sister and my brother I have older siblings and they put me on to like a lot of hip hop culture way earlier than I should have been put onto it like I was like a kindergartner listening to like Freak Nasty and that's not okay but, <laughs> like having immigrant parents is like that's like the only like <laughs> good thing. It's like you can get away with hella because they don't really understand that like all of the lyrics that were happening. But I think I had to be at least like I, I want to say twelve when I watched. I had, to, I had to say twelve when I first watched Belly. But then I recently came back to it and I watched Belly probably like Belly and Kill Bill Volume One and Two. I oh, watch love. I watch okay. So Kill Bill I watch whenever I'm feeling like I'm not that bitch. Like if I'm like really down on myself, I'll watch Kill Bill Volume One and Volume Two, and then uh-huh. I'll be like. I can kill anyone. <laughs> no, it's crazy that you mentioned that. We were we just did an episode where we were talking about we were talking about the movie Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, which was fantastic, crazy movie. And anyway, Uma Thurman Uma Thurman came up in conversation right. and we were talking about the whole Harvey Weinstein thing and there's mm-hmm. this great red carpet moment where she's being asked like do you have anything to say and she sounds just like Beatrix from Kill Bill and she like looks down and she's like I don't want to get too mad but when I have something to say, I will say it. I know. I saw it's, the interview. It's wild. She's still there. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm like obsessed you, with it. Dude, I that's like not a character for her. I'm telling no. you that she's really that bitch. Like, <laughs> I would, if you told me that like Uma Thurman's just been killing people on the side, I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, is that not okay? Yeah, yeah it was so weird great. to see her in just kind of plain clothes and not the yellow jumpsuit. You know, Hell it just yeah. seemed wrong. <sighs> but Belly I watch once a month for like... No, I just love it. And that opening sequence, like, I know, I know you, I know, I know, I know, I know. The opening sequence is amazing. Every time I show anybody, I literally can't shut up because I'm like, look at the colors and and the blue and the eyes and the white and everything. (laughs) It's amazing. It's literally, but they have, it has the worst reviews, I know. Yeah, no, that opening sequence is really something. It totally draws you in. Dude. And it sets the tone really well for... I don't know. I don't know if it does set the tone well for the rest of the movie because it's kind of unique. Well, I love it too. Yeah, because it's like the, the blue and then the strobe lights, but there's also like a very slow song playing in the background. It's all this Hell action's yeah. going on, and I love like the difference between those two things. It's, dude, yeah, it's so good. The whole movie's so great to look it's at. So good. Because like you go from that too to like right to pretty much like Tommy's house, right, which is like this very sleek, very cool house. Oh, and, and the and the art in um, yeah. and the art in the house is what I like the most. Like so first mm-hmm. of all, like when you walk into like a hood dude's uh, like apartment, you're not even expect sleek white walls, everything, which is what got me to begin with. And the movie. Did you guys like peep the movie that they're watching in the living room? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the kids who are dressed up. What what It was like it, it's it's um it's like this art installation piece pretty much that like Tommy bought. And it's just it's like these like weird like like suburban white kids like playing like I'm gonna get you and like shooting each other. Yeah, with they're doing guns. like a like a cowboy standoff or something. Right, and you can see uh, you can see like knowledge is like just looking at the screen like what the hell are we watching <laughs> right now? Um, but what I love the most about Tommy, I think, is his girl Keisha, mm. um, and I think it's very important to like touch base on that because Keisha is not a conventionally pretty person, especially in '98 when like light skinned and T-bars and everything. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of woman that people are looking for, and I think this movie is very important in black cinema, not just because of how dope it is, but like also because of how 
like these people aren't good actors. You know what I mean? Like these aren't who you would like. Uh, this isn't who I would pick as hype Williams to be like. All right, I'm gonna pick DMX. I'm gonna get Nas, and I'm gonna get T Boz from. TLC to be in my movie like that makes no sense to me it's weird it's a movie filled with bad actors but peppered with like incredible performances right because like, I think they're playing themselves DMX has <laughs> some awesome moments in this movie Hell where yeah. he goes off and it's great and then you know before we get too deep in the weeds we should probably talk about what the story of this movie is <laughs> yeah, a little bit it's like a plot I, summary a yeah little could bit. you do like a quick plot me? summary yeah okay. you've seen it you watch <laughs> it once a month you know? I don't okay. an expert. <laughs> am I supposed to be cussing am I allowed to cuss is that okay we try to keep it like to a minimum but okay. I'm not gonna censor you I will yeah, no, I will censor myself I'm sorry guys I'm really I have a terrible mouth okay I know, so I do too. okay so basically <laughs> Belly is this movie that's based around these two I guess are like protagonists kind of even though they're like bad guys uh, Sincere Knowledge who are played by DMX and Nas and basically, in the story, they've been down since they were, like, young kids. They've been friends, and they've been stealing, robbing, selling drugs to make way and make life work for them. And they both have girls separately. Like, DMX is exactly what you think he'd be. He's, like, cheating on his girl. He won't leave the head life. Nas, on the other hand, is, like, very third-eye open kind of man where he's, like, very aware that what he's doing is wrong. And he keeps talking about, he's like, I want to move to Africa, not like a specific country in Africa, just the continent. And he's with T-Boz from TLC. And basically, inevitably, he, like, he wants to move away from the crime life. He does, and uh, since, oh, I should, probably shouldn't ruin the movie. Basically, it's like a... You can ruin it. Can I yeah. really? It's from 1998, <laughs> and we totally do spoilers, so <laughs> go for it. Okay, yeah, so basically, like, uh, he, leaves the, he leaves the bad life or whatever, and DMX stays in, goes to jail, gets out, converts to Islam like lots of people do when they go to jail, and then <laughs> is, like, hired by the government to kill, like, the high... This is where the movie kind of gets weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> basically, he's, like, hired to kill, like, the highest, like like leader in his group basically that the government wants killed and then he refuses to do so and then basically the movie it's kind of I think did I get it right? That's pretty yeah. close. That's yeah, pretty close. that's pretty sounds pretty about right. Does anyone want <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I guess the only thing we should clarify is that the guy that DMX is sent to kill is just this priest. Is he a priest? Is that what He's it a is? Yeah. He's yeah. a priest. Okay. And, it, and the, a priest the, in real life too. Oh really? Yeah. Bullshit. Wow. It's true. I feel like honestly like I believe like really just like his casting is just so interesting in this movie. Like, he's casting real people pretty much in these roles. People that you wouldn't think normally. Like, he's not casting actors. He's asking, doing musicians, Dude. priests. I hype Williams every single time I watch Belly, which is, like, once a month. And I'm always just like, you are my god. <laughs> you are my everything. Like, I'm so grateful. My Twitter got suspended. But, you know, if I, if I still could tweet at him, I would probably tweet at him right now. Just like, you know, I'm thinking about you. Hoping you're having a good day. Whatever. After a while, like, I kind of in a way, almost stop following the plot because I get, like, I think toward the middle I get a little more confused, like, the more stuff happens. But oh, yeah. I feel like the whole point of this movie is just, like, to be stimulated by it just visually. Like, I just love looking at it so much. Like, even, like, the juxtaposition between, like, you see Tommy versus Sincere's, like, even their houses. Like, Tommy has this very, like, sleek pad, and then Sincere's, his is a little, like, warmer toned. And just, like, seeing that right away, like, that, like, almost develops what these characters are like one is like a cool gangster type and the one's like yes. he's aware of his actions and like feels bad about it kind of yes and like it's interesting how Williams he can convey that so well like just through his photography the first, kind of only like the first hour of the movie should be watched like the ending is so weird like what like all of a sudden DMX yeah. just changes and is like I've converted <laughs> to Islam I'm on a higher level like like I don't know it's, it's yeah. again black cinema always religion has to there's just there's a lot like it's 98 so you can't expect too much but it's like he has he has to find God in order to, like, clean up his life always, every time, in every single black movie. It's kind of ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah. Some of us are atheists, you know. There's <laughs> some atheists out there, I'm assuming. Well, so I like it, too, because, I mean, like, 
obviously like not great quality writing or acting, but you almost it's not like a conventional movie in that like you feel like there's so much craft in every single scene. Like you watch every shot and you're like you just feel like Williams puts so much effort into each composition. Like nothing feels hasty or like sloppy. It's all so deliberating. You feel like you're watching like the work of a true artist and obviously like a music video director very clearly mm-hmm. something done by that, but I feel like just throughout it I was so thrilled to look at it. I didn't catch on to this until about two thirds of the way through the film, but there's a technique that he does with the camera that's really great that you're right, it's like very composed. Every shot he does, it not every shot, but a lot of the shots he'll start and it's very well composed. There's one of like a car in a driveway and it's mm-hmm. at night and it's kind of neon looking. And it starts out and it just shows that frame and the camera just slowly moves in closer mm-hmm. and closer and closer mm-hmm. and closer to it. And you can hear characters talking in the background, kind of a voiceover, but he does that a lot. And it makes, it really draws you in. Back to the like black zone, I think, because I really want to touch on this before I forget. Yeah. So um, basically I'm going to go by their actual names in real life. So DMX's life in general, like, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> they had DMX and Nas were both clearly rappers, but in their characters, they both were just so opposite if that makes any sense. Like, it, I feel like he was just trying to, like, pinpoint the two very, like, stereotypical kind of black men that existed in 98. Like, I don't know, in the black community, we call them, like, hotep guys when they're, like, very, like, fight the power, like, my beautiful black sister, don't straighten your hair, that kind of bullshit, you know what I mean? When they're, like, extremely, like, Afrocentric but know nothing about Africa kind of thing, like, as Nas did, where he was like, I'm just going to move to the continent, like, T-Boss, pack your bags, like, they're both from Brooklyn, like, how are they going <laughs> to just move to the Africa and just be like, we're just going to pick up some regular regular jobs. And take <laughs> up their, like, brand new baby with them, too. A whole ass baby, like, it's just so <laughs> new, like, wh- like, what is she going to do there, you know what I mean? And then you have DMX, obviously, who's just like, I don't know, it's just the religion thing always bothers me. <laughs> why why did he have to be Christian? I mean Muslim to follow Islam in order for him to stop doing crimes, but you know, I digress. Yeah. It is like such an age old story too, like the contrast between two different kinds of people in crime. You like I almost feel like I can't cite a specific movie, but I feel like I've seen it before where like well, they're both in crime, but like one is very, very remorseful and you can tell is almost incidentally, and then one who thrives on it more. It's almost like old fashioned in a way, but it updates it in a way that's very cool and modern. Have you watched I Love New York? No. Okay, I did haven't. you ever watch Flavor of Love? I, like, I feel like I've seen clips on like Tumblr and but stuff. But you know what Flavor of Love is. Yeah, of course. <gasps> okay, well. <laughs> Flavor of Flav, famous 90s rapper, he got like a, uh, a reality TV show basically, and there's this one character on there named New York. Well, I love New York. York. Yeah. Right amazing character at the time. <laughs> uh, she basically created reality TV but mm-hmm. basically she got like her spinoff TV show and I was watching it and it is my god so offensive <laughs> really? you guys it's on Hulu it's hilarious I mean I, you shouldn't watch unless I mean you should be high like really high if you're gonna do it. let's do really a podcast high. episode on it we just watch like you the entirety it. of I Love New York <laughs> and just talk about how f- <laughs> it's so what's the opposite of PC like Republican, like it's bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so offensive. There's so many offensive things. So many Mexican jokes. So many gay jokes. So many race jokes. So many like ableist jokes. Like, oh my god, no! I watched the whole thing and I'm just cringing the entire time. Like, no, 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 no. Is she the one making most of them? No. Oh, that's good. But she has like it's very classy. Like she's, it's not classy. It's like the trashiest (laughs) thing ever. She's like wearing like Forever Twenty One dresses and smoking Newports in the house. Like she always has a Newport (laughs) in her hands and like puts Vaseline on her. It's just so. Wow. She has so many great quotes. I have so many gifts of like just like these great quotes that she's had over the years. Mm-hmm. Really, so many great ones. She pulled some girl pumpkin's hair and spit in it. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, she, she looks ass sometimes. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of being high, 
Oh. Those guys smoke a lot of weed they do. in this movie. Do they really? Oh, yeah. Like they do. <laughs> they really do. Fun fact, they were all real, like, joints. Like, none of them were, like... Bullshit. It's true. Most things use, like, fake joints, fake cigarettes, whatever, but all the ones they use in this movie were real. So they're really getting high. Which wow. sounds like a pretty fun time it. to me. Yeah. Oh, you guys, I saw DMX recently, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, so I was at... Where was I? I was in L.A. for my 21st. And I went with my friends to go to this concert called Soul Quarius, where it's basically just a bunch of R&B throwbacks. Like, Ooh. and it was like all these great artists, like Pretty Ricky. The internet was there. Ray, not Ray J. Who was it? Uh, Lloyd, DMX, Ying Yang Twins. It was crazy. Like, it was just so many different great artists. Anyways, I went, and DMX performed, and I was. All my friends wanted to see, I don't know what we were watching, but they were like, we're not going to DMX. And I was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to go see DMX. <laughs> and I was also pretty drunk in time stuff. You guys, he is doing really bad. Like, oh, no. He lost it. He, like, had, like, a Kanye West-esque freak out. But, like, he's oh, no. also not that famous anymore, so you can't, like, say anything. Also, he's also, he's like, he's, like, on his 13th kid right now. 13? Wow. 13th or 12th. That's wild. Other, yeah. That's okay. a lot to lot to handle. What did you do children. today, right? Like, <laughs> Truly. <laughs> but yeah, no, he like he got on stage and like performed two songs and did like the Rough Riders anthem, whatever. And then he like brought up, I want to say at least twenty five people from his entourage, or I'm assuming it was his family. There's some kids on stage, and then he started preaching about God. Oh my God, the God thing again. Yeah. No, so, the, so what happened in the movie was true. It was wow. true. It was I like think he converted to Islam and then converted to Christianity because he did. Ho- I know he hollered at Jesus once or twice. It was weird. It was weird. It was weird. When was like the time of his like Kanye-esque breakdown? Was it like recently or has it been like a it long time? It was in April that I saw him. But okay. nobody, I mean like nobody cared because we were like, man, you know, after I would say celebrities have, like, about a 10-year shelf life until you're just, like... And if... I mean, now is a... Definitely, we're a lot more kind, which I love. I love how PC everyone's being. I don't care. Watch the way you talk around me. Like, it's wonderful to me. I don't care. And I also believe, like, if you're going to be a comedian or try to make jokes, if you need to make cheap ones all the time, like, you're really not that funny, you know? Exactly. And so, like, with that, I think that celebrities have, like, a 10-year shelf life before we just start putting them into, like, the sick and shut-in list where it's, like, you can do whatever you want. Do you have a favorite character in this movie? It's either going to be... No, I have three. Can I have three? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay so Keisha. <laughs> Keisha's my favorite. And that little little girl who's fucking DMX, whatever her name was, she is my absolute favorite on the whole thing. And then DMX. Nas is boring a little bit. Like, he's cool, whatever, and he needs to be there. I like how uh, DMX is very... Oh, and when they hang up the phone, they say when instead of bye. I love it. They're just like, <laughs> when? Like, whatever that means. But, um, I'll start doing that. Right. I'm like, when? All right. Um, but, um, that should be our sign-off today. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yes. Um, so basically, like... The reason I like the little pink baby girl thing is because she's, what, 16, and he's... Do, you don't remember that part? She's 16. Okay, so I didn't Keisha realize she was 16. I just thought she was... So Keisha picks up was... the phone, and she's like, Tommy... Like, she was like, so, you been fucking my dude, whatever, did it all this, and she was just like, oh, Tommy, okay, girl, come on, tell me what's going on, whatever. Being a complete instigator, which I love, and she's, <laughs> she's like, oh, well, Tommy said we couldn't have sex yet, because I'm not 18, I'm only 16, but da-da-da-da-da, and goes on and on, and Keisha's like, I'm a whoop... I'm going to whoop your ass or whatever, it, which, you know, whatever. It is what it is. But uh, DMX just keeps hooking up with a 16-year-old no. girl, which is super, like, ni- only in 98. Like, if this That's was a true. movie now, we'd be like, DMX, you're go away. Like, you got to go. <laughs> I had a lot of trouble with the audio in this movie. I think the DVD I had was a little sketch. Oh, no. I checked it out from the library. Which, oh, what a movie to check out in the library. They yeah, have it here. Really? they did have it here. Amazing. Yeah. I cannot um, wait. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of trouble with the audio. So I kind of resigned myself to it. You know, after a while, I was like, 
you know, I can't really hear what's going on, but I don't know how important any of what they're saying is to the plot. <laughs> so I just kind of was like, I'm just going to appreciate this for how it looks and just kind of moved on. Yeah. Do you feel that conversation? Like, I feel like it's something out of a music video, like between like Keisha and the bedroom, just the way it looks like that bedroom versus the mistress's bedroom. Like, yeah. just like, I love that contrast. The between pink, the, the baby pink yeah, the in her in the pink. Like, you know, she looks like a little kid, which is yeah. super weird, but like at the same time, you get the yeah. you get the picture. Like the bright pinks, and then all of a sudden you have like these really harsh blues and blacks, <laughs> but it's just like going back and forth. I love that. It's such like a risky thing to do, but it looks great. We didn't even touch on like the best sex scene I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> it was amazing because of how like it's, like it, like uh, what's it called like sensual and like honest and like you know you could tell T Boz and Nas were actually in love. You know what I mean? They were like very into each other. And then Keisha's ass with DMX, like she just wanted to shake the table and was just like fuck you, whatever. And, like <laughs> threw a towel at him, got all mad, or whatever. And then was just like I did all this so I could get fun. And like the whole that whole. Uh, sex montage comes out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. DMX is having an argument, and the next second, it's just like bam, like crossfade. Everybody's going at it. Right. No, and it's that very... last. It's not a very long montage, no. but it's like very intense, and it's in the first ten minutes of the movie. Right. And it's, it's like really, beautiful. Really like the lighting and everything. I was like, this feels like art. You know, like you can like make it slutty, but art. You know what I mean? Like make it. <laughs> yeah. Fashion. We, we touched for a second at the beginning of the episode on colors uh, and the two different houses, DMX's mm-hmm. house and Nas's mm-hmm. house, and. DMX's house, everything is always lit in super blue. Everything's like electric blue or mm-hmm. like kind of dark blue. And then Nasa's house, everything is either kind of warm yellow, orange, red. Mm-hmm. And then the contrast between the two sex scenes is like at DMX's house, everything's blue and they're like going and it's like aggressive. really intense, aggressive. And then at Nasa's, it's like more like slow, mm-hmm. like it's more, I guess, sensual. Personal. More personal, but it's got that more of like the red tone. Yes. It's interesting. There, yeah. Dude, everyone, like, the biggest critique I've heard of this movie whenever I show people is that it's too, it looks too much like a music video. It's so dark and this and that. I'm like, who doesn't? Like, in 98, people would literally, like, sit around at somebody's house and watch music videos. Like, you weren't, like, what? Cable wasn't that good back then. Like, people couldn't, people didn't have cable like that back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd watch music videos on cable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you get what I'm saying. People watch music videos all the time. Like, we don't do that shit no more. We should bring that back. I would we like should. to sit around watching music videos yeah. with people. I feel Sometimes like I do that. such like... a loser because people are like, oh, did you see the new whatever music video? I'm like, nope. <laughs> Dude, that happens all the time. For the podcast especially, especially when we have like uh, like actual musical artists on, and I'll be like, wait, they had a video? <laughs> <laughs> Where it's hard nowadays. The only time I feel like I watch something is like if everyone's talking about it, then I'm like, okay, I guess I have to watch it just because everyone is. But even then, like, I feel like not a lot of discussion goes into music videos nowadays. Well, because they're not as Hype Williams isn't out here making music videos. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And people aren't like putting the time into like make music videos an actual like like a short movie, like a short story or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no story you're trying to tell. Yeah, no, he's, like, s- slowed down so much. Like, he used to, like, in the 90s, especially, like, at his peak, he'd be making, like, 20, 30 a year. Mm-hmm. And then now, like, I think he's only made, like, one this year and then maybe, like, three last year, so he's definitely slowed Dude, down. people really work themselves to death. That's so true. And I think, too, even, like, with a lot of, like, directors, too, like, if you keep that kind of work, like, eventually, like, the quality's going to decline. So, like, I think it's good that he begins his career with so much work and you really get an idea of who he is and then he kind of mm-hmm. when he has something really good to say then he'll put it forward so that happens with like so many of my favorite directors too it's like admirable. they just keep trying and then it's like it's not as good as it used to be it's, it's <laughs> admirable to, to as a director to be like this is my body of work this mm-hmm. is the best thing i've created i'm gonna be done and do yeah. something else now it's like 
it's like having a movie series that goes on for too long and you just let it become bad instead of stopping. <laughs> or a TV series, especially. Like just, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious is better. Fast and Every movie. <laughs> I can't really. Hurry. I'm I sorry. Once, <laughs> rest in peace. After that, I was just like, I can't watch no more of these. It's yeah, no, the last one wasn't as good, but like after Fast Five, like that, like Young the last Tyrese two were really tweaking, good. right? Yeah, he's having. He's having. Did he like threaten to quit because the rock was still in it? He's, yeah. He, like I said, you're you're good. You were in that box. He's good. Um, but yeah, no. Um, like <laughs> Andre 3000 does, did the same thing where he like made amazing music without like as a group with Outkast. Like never really put out his own solo project, and then just like went under the radar for like the past decade. Mm-hmm. And is like now just like resurfacing. And I was reading this interview that he did with I believe it was GQ, and he was talking about how he stopped making music because he's just not on beat anymore. He's like, it's not my time. Like I can't even keep up. Like you can tell like people who started when I did are having a hard time keeping up with this like new era of tech and music and all these different sounds and things like that. He was like, I just, I'm now here to observe and try the art, art outlets, which I completely disagree with, but like I respect, you know what I mean? Cause Andre 3000 is my favorite artist of all time. But you know, I'd yeah. love to see him go into film. Yeah. To be honest. You can see where like a lot of like artists <clears throat> can kind of feel like that because I think too if like you haven't made something for a long time, but like you're really proud of it too. If you like don't have something that you feel is as good, then like it is so much harder. But yeah, I do like when they explore mm-hmm. like different outlets. That's why like even Hype Williams, like I think he this is like the only movie he directed, right? Like he mm-hmm. mostly did it. So like it is admirable to like try out like a different outlet too. Cause I, I like seeing artists try different avenues, even if it's not like as successful as whatever. Like it is cool to see people expanding and like not just sticking to one thing. Exactly. For sure. I don't think this is like a totally successful movie, but it is interesting seeing him work with this kind of format. Well, cool. you, Blake. Yes. Would you please give me some of those good fun facts? Sure, the fun fact segment, my favorite. too many there's not like a lot of fun facts available online weirdly i think i already said one so that'll definitely cut that a little short so first in fact all the houses and vehicles used in the movie actually belong to the people who live in them or drive them that was like a really weird sentence but i'm sure everyone knows what i mean wait bullshit like Like, you mean the car that dmx was driving yeah that's his car yeah that is so cool isn't that super cool i love that i don't know why they do that in more movies i feel like you get all these like rich celebrities they probably have like really cool houses and cars so like probably because a lot of movies with cool cars end up with those cars like crashing and stuff that's probably (laughs) true but they can make more than one so i mean true i'd be like just give me a new one to say yeah Mm -hmm. no in this story i guess too like the movie wasn't like written by Nas, but it was like actually like this whole story like was thought of by him and then Hype Williams kind of, of expanded it on it basically. Yeah, but it was like his idea first, which is super cool. Because Nas is the smartest. Nas is literally the smartest. Or I would love to use it. Dude, if he's really that kind of person. You know, he's like really, or when before Amy Winehouse passed, rest in peace, they were like really, really good friends. Really? Like extremely close. People thought oh. they were dating and things, but they were like, he was like, it's more of like a little, like little sister kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. they had plans to have their the next birthday party together in New York, but oh, wow. she passed away, unfortunately. Wow. I'm telling you, he's that. just, he's Super amazing. Cool. There you go, amazing. my fun fact. Yeah, <laughs> love that fun fact. I didn't know that at all. I should have added that, God. <laughs> yeah, and so the weird movie that's playing at Tommy's house at the beginning, like the avant-garde, is like a real movie called Gummo, directed by Harmony Corrine, who's like a very... I think he's like probably like the leading avant-garde filmmaker. I've never seen one of his movies because they look really annoying, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's a real movie, and I guess at the time was pretty influential, so 
interesting. I don't know if I'm ever going to actually watch it. I think this is all I probably need. It's just this little clip. Also, the music video playing on the TV when Keisha's in bed is actually... The actress who plays her, Terrell Hicks, it's actually her own music video for her second single. So that was kind of a way to like promote it because like it came out around the same time. Oh wait, Keisha does music. Yeah, so it was like a same it was like a way to kind of tie it in, which is like Cute. an interesting way to promote it. Cute. I know it's bummer that it didn't seem to really help because I had never really heard of her until this movie. But No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great tie-in for sure. Alright, yeah, I don't I guess I should add in too, like for people who don't really know who I is, who kind of talked about how much she's done, but like He's directed, like, a lot of, like, Notorious B.I.G., Missy Elliott, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, Kanye West. So, like, if you're looking for, like, any of their best music videos, Hype Williams probably directed them. So anyone who's maybe as unfamiliar, like, check those out because he's done everything. He got the Vanguard Award. Really? Um, I, I think would in imagine. 2014. Yeah. That's crazy that it took yeah. him so long because I feel like... Like, right away, he was, like, an iconic director. I mean, like, the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award, it started during, like, right after Michael Jackson had died, right? And he he was the first person I to get so, it. And yeah. then people started getting That's it. That's true, yeah. And so I guess there must have been a very long list of people to honor before that. Because they did Prince, and they did a couple other people. So mm-hmm. once Hype Williams got it, I was like, oh, yes, okay, cool, <laughs> He's good. He's like, I'm the glad. first one to get it, for sure. I mean, just, like, honor the, honor the living while they're alive, you know what I'm saying? That's like, true. don't you dare honor me once I'm dead. Just forget it. Just put me in the dirt and <laughs> I know, what's on. the point? Like, wait, I'm not going to know. I don't know shit. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know if I have any more notes. Does anyone else have anything else? No, I don't know. Add? Is there anything else you want to talk about about Belly? <laughs> no. Oh, I, okay. Here's my oh, question whoa. for you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Maybe you know. Whoa. Why is this movie called Belly? Do you know? Oh, yeah. Good question. <laughs> oh, my God. I want this to be a fun fact. I looked everywhere on the internet. Why is this movie called Belly? I have no idea. Did Nobody I... knows. <laughs> it's a mystery. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, it's, it's just Belly. It's just belly. That's what it is. It's just belly. Williams knows. Mm -hmm. Maybe Nas knows. DMX knows. Damn, why is it called belly? I'll find out. I'll let you know, Aiden. (laughs) I'll figure it out. Yeah. I like it. I like when a title doesn't really make sense, you know? And it's just like, it is what it is. Wait, can I ask you guys a question? Oh, yeah. What do you guys grade it as far as, be honest, you know, belly as a whole? I actually really enjoyed it. I would probably, I mean, not right away, but I'd probably watch it again someday. Mm -hmm. Um... Would you want like an out of ten? What are you thinking? I would like a grading scale on A to F. Pluses and minuses are also allowed. Okay, I think I give it like a a B plus, but almost. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm definitely a B, a smooth B plus. Like that's a yeah. very solid answer. Yeah. I think you have to be in a pretty particular mindset to watch this movie. Oh, for sure. Hi. 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 Yeah. That would help. Or sick. Like when I'm sick, sick, I watch oh. Belly. Oh my god! I like wrap myself in a blanket and just drink the water. Really? Like, Ugh. how would you grade it? How would I agree? I don't, because I feel like for me, I really like it visually a lot. Uh-huh. I think like for me, like the issues are like, I feel like Williamson's like a super strong writer. And like, since no one involves like a super strong actor, like the stuff really doesn't really resonate necessarily. Like it's, the characterizations feel a little bit shallow, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, understandable for a director who's never directed before and mostly does music videos. But I mean, it's really fun to look at. And I think the visual ideas are so cool. And the way the music goes with it is interesting. And the casting's interesting, obviously, too. So I would probably give it... Like B minus B, I think, but I hear yeah. you. No, you're definitely right. No, definitely. Sure. I love. There's not a lot of character, like. No, there's not. No. It's definitely <laughs> definitely like a style over substance, but I think the style is so cool that it's mm-hmm. like you got to check it out just to see what. You're like, all right, here. Well, whatever. I guess <laughs> <laughs> the next one I want some character development hype, please. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I think I'd watch this movie again just for the scene with the one guy, the one character who's got the kind of swoopy hair and oh comes God. out of the oh, I love that hair. out he of the. Uh, ba- oh, fun fact! The uh, guy who's like a banana, based off of R. Kelly. 
Oh, no way. Oh, fucking yeah. I'm so, oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you're about. But yeah, isn't that hilarious? That's great. Right? I love that guy. Like, he's so small. <laughs> and, he's, and he's so nasty. Like, yeah. he's just so gross. He's like, you offended me. And eating that little nasty ass banana. And you can hear, like, the. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It's like they put the microphone inside of his mouth. No, ugh. It's really ugh. gross. Ugh, ugh. No, I hate I'm when they do that. I hate like the super any movie though that has like very like loud just like the little sounds but they like amplify it. What's like, that like TSR whatever that what ASMR? That? I'm not into it. Where, I mean, like, have you seen that lady who eats the pickles? Oh, really I just loud? watched. Those, oh my god, my my coworker showed me that. She's like, because I was like eating a pickle and she was like, have you ever seen those videos where like they turn the sound up really loud? She has like it's crazy. She will go in on some. Oh my god, she like, I can't. I won't even mimic it's it because so I don't gross. want nobody at home hearing it. Well, it like freaks me out because like they'll turn it up so high and then they'll like whisper and I'm like, why are they whispering? And then you realize it's because they're about to eat food and they they want you to hear every noise and they go on so long. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not. There's like one YouTuber too I saw like did like, she bought like all, like in like the Domino's commercial, she bought like every item possible and was like eating all of them and was doing that for the whole thing. And it's like, how do I she ate all of it? I don't know if she ate all. I think she ate maybe half of it on camera. Half? All of the crazy. menu of Domino? I would literally die. No, I would too. I don't know if she did it, but she somehow managed to do it. But no, People those videos are like, really... You get paid good money to do which that is what camp stuff. I'm going to have to start doing it. No. <laughs> you guys, there are some ways to make some money, apparently. I know. I just have to look up all the, like, like, what are the ways I don't know about that I can make a ton of money that are, like, not too hard? I would be willing to eat a lot of food. Yeah. Like, I would stuff myself with them and making a lot of money. I couldn't. You could offer me a million dollars and I wouldn't do that shit. Ooh, I, I don't, I a million? I think For the I... pickle thing? No. You couldn't get hot? No. Oh, I could do it. I love pickles. No. They're so good. Oof. A poor man's cucumber. I can't. I love oh, can't. Cucumbers are good, too. Cucumbers are just great. They're cucumbers so Cucumbers are delicious. I just don't understand. Like, you don't have to put something you love in vinegar. You Would you put your mom in vinegar? I mean, I wouldn't compare my mom to a pickle. No, you wouldn't, because your mom's probably a really nice lady. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> she is it. true. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> yeah, never shout put out to you in vinegar. Well, hey, I think this is the perfect place to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> is it? No, let's yeah. keep talking about this. This is great. <laughs> so um, sorry. Let's 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 hit some final thoughts. Final, final thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Hannah? No. No. I guess <laughs> you go first. Wow. Yeah, you go first. All right. I think anyone who maybe is familiar with Williams or just his career trajectory in general, should definitely check this out. But also, if you just are really into stylish filmmaking, check it out. This is very, very visually interesting movie making, so I'd go for it. If anyone's a fan of the people involved with it, too, always a good thing to do. Aiden, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, my final thought is that if you're looking for a really interesting visual ride and you just kind of want to fall into the world of a movie and see what New York looks like and see what Jamaica looks like in a pretty new, interesting way, this is the movie for you. Oh, God. I cannot believe we didn't talk about the Dendata. The that scene, guy's wild. You guys, the best scene ever. I'm so mad. I'm sorry. Okay, my Maybe final still thoughts. Bring it back. My final thoughts are that the Dendata, so when he dies, when he kills all those people and the thing is like, I'm the Jamaican Dendata. I used to call myself the Dendata all of freshman year of college. Like, literally, because <laughs> I thought that shit was so cool. You guys, no. Isn't he, doesn't he have, like, an AK-47 that's, Hell like, bejeweled? Yeah. He literally was just like, I'm not going out. Like, I'm. you're going to have to literally drag me out of life. Like, there's no way. He killed everybody. My guy. The, <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. There's amazing. a lot of reasons that you should watch this yes, movie. Yes, and if you, if you want, I feel like, you know, black cinema's kind of, like, far and few between. Um, but if you're interested in, like, Seeing some very well-created black cinema, I guess. Like, you won't find a very, like, in-depth story, I guess. But seeing Nas and DMX 
act next to each other and just all the colors and the artwork that the art that hype puts into this I think it's worth everybody watching at least once and you know then you can rate it a two or a three or whatever but you have to watch Belly <laughs> and then you can tear it apart on Rotten Tomatoes Absolutely. God, what is their score on Rotten Tomatoes you know 13% but like audience, those like how dare they? But it's because like audience is like eighty eight percent approval. Like it's this crazy like critics don't like it, but like audiences love it. Yeah. So it's like that's good. It makes me wonder though. I'm sure that most of the movie critics who are writing about it were probably like grumpy white dudes. Right. That's saw true. Were like, oh, it's like they're trying to do a noir movie, but there's something off about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just like, like a long music video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, but that's what's fun about it. It's like right. long music videos. So. Fair yeah, enough. check it out. Check All it right, out, should please. we go into recommendations? Yes, we Lastly, should. Who's I first think... this time? Am I first again? I'll, I'll do it, man. Oh, well, thank you <laughs> so much, Aiden. <laughs> this this movie visually reminded me a lot of some Chinese movies actually that I've seen mm. in the last year. That I think if you're if you're into just like very colorful kind of neon looking films with strong primary colors, you should watch first the uh, Zhang Yimou film Hero, which is a great martial mm, arts film, that. but has just these wild, crazy colors. Kind of similarly to Belly, it doesn't really have a very great plot. It's pretty general, but very, very beautiful film. Second Chinese film you should watch is Chunking Express. Mm. Have you seen that, Blake? I haven't seen it. Love okay. Wong Kar Wai. That's Wong Kar Wai, and it's lit. also totally crazy, and it shows, <laughs> it's kind of the same kind of grittier looking, but instead of it being New York, it's China. I think it's Hong Kong. Sure. Very good seen movie. <laughs> and then lastly is a French movie I want to recommend called La Haine, which is about um, uh, some riots that happened in the 90s in France. And it has, mm. it's black and white, but it has kind of a similar, kind of a similar <laughs> intense dialogue. Oh. Yeah. La Haine's really good. That's what I'll say. Those are my recommendations. Perfect. What about you, Blake? What you got? Um, so I recommended, so I think a lot of people may think of like very visually Innovative movies, they go to Sin City usually, but I didn't want to go there because I feel like everyone's seen Sin City and loves it. So I'm going to go with Frank Miller. He did another movie called The Spirit, which has a very similar idea where it's like it's adapting a comic book series called The Spirit, and it pretty much exactly replicates what it looks like in the comics. And like Billy, doesn't have a strong story, and I think it has similar reviews where everyone says, like, this is style over substance, but... Style's really great in the spirit. It's like a comic book come to life, so check that out just to look at it. And then I went with like a theme of just music video directors who turn to film later on. So for one, I picked Spike Jones, who worked with like Sonic Youth and uh, Weezer, Beastie Boys, but he also worked with like Notorious B.I.G. and Kanye West, like Hype Williams. But I picked his movie being John Malkovich. Malkovich was just like a black comedy about a person going inside John Malkovich's mind. It's a very, very <laughs> weird movie. They, like, I possess him somehow. I don't know, but it's it's pretty wild. It's a great movie. John Cusack's in it, Cameron Diaz, John I Malkovich. Like Cameron Diaz. Yeah, Cameron <laughs> Diaz is fantastic. And then I also picked Jonathan, Jonathan Glazer, who's, like, worked with Radiohead, The Dead Weather, Nick Cave. He did a movie, like, four years ago with Scarlett Johansson called Under the Skin, which is very bizarre. When I first watched it, I didn't know what to make of it. It's basically she plays an alien who comes to Earth and rides around in this bus in England and kidnaps men and then, like, eats them somehow. Mm. But it's, like, it's very eccentric and very weird, but it has this unsettling edge and it's very stylish. And I think, yeah, like me, like, at first you won't love it, but then it kind of sits with you and it unsettles you a lot. So that's, like, another really successful music video director to movie director transition, but... Those are my recommendations. What about you? <laughs> okay, well, uh, my okay, I'm gonna go like the black cinnamon route. So, if you are interested in getting more into like black cinnamon things, I would suggest watching um, Paid in Full, 
I would suggest watching Juice. And I would suggest watching oh, Baby Boy by Tyrese. I mean, with Tyrese in it. I mean, you can watch him once. <laughs> you'll get it. But, like, yeah, just watch him once. Just, yeah. Perfect. It'll help with Twitter and things. I'll like, watch this all in a row. <laughs> yes, do Perfect. it. Yes. Just go to the Netflix and let it all, like, yeah, God, you're going to fuck up your Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. All right. Is right. that everything today? Yeah. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Guys, such a pleasure. Thank you so much such for pleasure. having me. It's so good seeing you again. It's very nice meeting you, Blake. It's very nice meeting you too. It's yes. so weird too. Like I've been listening to your podcast like the last two days to hear it on it, and then like in real life, like I'll just like close a lot my eyes. Worse, and it's right? like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's a weird phenomenon. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much. This is so fun. I've never been on anyone else's podcast, Love so it. I'm very excited. <laughs> very excited yes. to have you. Well, where can the people find you? Oh, wow. I have. I've, I got suspended for Twitter for violent behavior. So, what? Oh, yeah. dear. I didn't do anything. Cool. I literally did nothing. I just talked. This girl was acting great. Like, she was just, she posted some very offensive things about, like, rape. And I was like, hey, you should probably take that down. And then I got reported. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. But did you know you could get your Twitter suspended for um, just cursing? Really? Yeah. Like, just, just. All God, those words just, I used earlier, those gotcha deleted. <laughs> they just have like weird excuses to delete people's Twitters, I think. Like, yeah. they just like, it irritates me so much. Sorry. Like, I feel like just don't. <laughs> Whatever. Wow, we're really awful at this. I'm sorry, uh, Aiden. You can find me at um, at Ohehana H A N A on well on Instagram, and you can find Sailor's podcast on all social media channels as you should because you absolutely should. Yes. Yeah, highly recommend those. If you are looking for a pick me up and you want to feel energized <laughs> and ready to do some art of your own, Sailor's is the place to yes. go. Yes, and link up with the people that we uh, we put on the podcast. They're very open to it. Cool. You know, Got we'd it. love to have you guys sometime. Super cool. Awesome. Yes. If you want to hear more of us talking about movies, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Android, and our website, uwpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at The Filmcast, and you can find us on our personal Twitters at Aiden Walkero or... At Blake W. Peterson. Uh-huh. If you want to write to us with, with a suggestion for a movie or you want to share your thoughts, you can reach us at cinemaadventurepodcast at gmail.com. And if you like the show, please share it with a friend. I'm trying to get the word out. If you want to follow along with us, next Monday we're going to be talking about... The 1936 movie, My Man Godfrey. Yes. Yes. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Hannah, thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next time. All right. See you later. When? One. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One. 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 But, no, you use yours. Okay. Yours is smooth. what drunk food is like in other places? My name is Dee Dee Madigan, host of the weekly podcast Home Plates, where I ask that question and many more. Each week, an international student joins me here in the studio to discuss their food culture. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday right here on the Soundbite Network. For more like this and other great shows covering sports, science, relationships, and the arts, visit the Soundbites website, uwpodcast.com. That's uwpodcast.com.